so um welcome to season one episode 10 of self tonight is my final episode of my first season of self uh we have miss bully back she was here for episode six and we had such a good time i asked her to come and close out my season with me so i want you all to come on in again what we do with self what i do with every episode of self i take the letters s e l f and i put words to them that can help describe self you know so much we go out of our way to please other people but we don't really do the things that we want for ourselves so i do this podcast to help you be okay with putting you first you know people might say it's selfish you might say oh i need to put my my kids before me i put my husband before me if you don't make you happy nobody in your life is truly happy you have to make your happiness the 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 the, the bet the only one that really matter at first because your kids are not truly happy. Your husband is not truly happy if you're miserable putting them first. And you can make yourself believe, oh, but I want to be this good mama. But who you going to be when they leave? Who you going to be when who you going to be when he divorce you or he cheat on you? So you have to learn how to put you first in order to be the great mother, in order to be the great wife. You have to know that you're worth the love that you're giving and the love that you're receiving. Hello. Welcome you all to episode 10 of Self. Thank you all. Hey, and look at the people in the comments. Yes, yes. Want to say hi to, I'm going to say your name wrong, John, you know, Ms. Johnson and Fan, Fano 660020, Aaron, Nurse Kim, Tiffany Davidson. Hi, all of you. Foot man, because I had a good time bringing Kinkyology back for season two. I had a really good time. So if you didn't get to see Kinkyology tonight, you all make sure you all go and check it. I talked about squirting, gushing, ejaculating, and it was a good time. Very open, honest conversation. And I, I hope I helped out with some things. But yeah, so let's get into self. So it is the last episode. So we want to go out with a... a a bang and not a a bad bang but the kind to make you think about you you know what is it that you're really doing so like i said uh the first word uh is the letter s and i'm using sanctuary now you have different meanings sometimes when you think of sanctuary you're thinking of a church or somewhere you go to worship or whatever but it's also a safe haven it's a place of respite somewhere where you're you okay are you your own sanctuary now, that's a deep question. Who do you run to when you're in trouble? Do you run to other people or do you trust yourself? Are you your own sanctuary or do you rely on other people to bring peace in your life? Are you able to settle your spirit by yourself? Do you know what it feels like to be your own sanctuary, to trust and love yourself enough to know that no matter what throat comes at you, that you can get through it? Are you that strong? Because if not, then you got some work to do on self. If you have to rely on the thoughts of other people or the ideologies of the other people or the criticism of other people, if you're not trusting yourself and the peace that you have within you, then you need to sit back and learn to be your own sanctuary. And not to say you can't lean on people, but you got to be able to trust your, your who, this your life. Nobody right. else can tell you how to live your life. You got to listen to what your life is telling you. Do you trust your sanctuary? Hmm. Oh, I want to talk about that tonight. 
Hey, I'm gonna piggyback on the sanctuary part because okay. a lot of times people don't understand that that can be many different definitions. That's what, yes. And um, personally, for me, um, myself comes from within. And I believe in the spirit of within for me because I'm a spiritual person. So because of the spirit within, you know, that that's where I get my safe haven. Yes, it's great to have people in your life, but sometimes the spirit can answer your questions a lot quicker than a person can. And that spirit is going to give you some insight with that third eye. As we relate to self, one of the things I love for us to talk about, and you're going to, even with this last episode, I'm going to continue to refer back to this, is we want to make sure that we're looking at ourselves in the mirror. So like, for instance, we're talking about self and sanctuary and I said sanctuary is within. So now let's talk about how is that within, you know, like you said, are you trusting yourself? Have you done the self work? Have you, have you looked at your sanctuary and said to yourself and pointed out, what is it that I need to improve upon? What is it that I need to do? Right. You know, what, what can I do? What, what, what? Have I addressed all of these things that I don't like about it? But then not just that, are we true to ourselves? Because it's hard to trust your sanctuary if you aren't even being honest with oneself. Yes. I know I'm saying self a lot, but you know, but that's what we're talking about. <laughs> no. Hey, come on, market, baby. Keep it out there. Market. <laughs> you know, that was so powerful. And I hope you all watching understand the way that she worded was excellent. She and if you didn't get it, play it back when we're done because what she just said was very powerful. So I want you all to make sure that you have to work on yourself. Sometimes we need therapy, sometimes we need meditation, sometimes we can get it in yoga. You know, it's different ways. Sometimes we can get it in exercise. It's different ways you can learn to quiet yourself and get okay with you. But some of you all are so busy on the go, you never take a time to sit back and sit in self and really go through like, did I have to respond that way? What made me get mad so fast? What made me like, I was talking to Miss Billy earlier and I'm very overprotective as a parent. And I was saying, I called my son twice and he didn't respond. And, you know, I told to my daughter, she's like, don't get mad. Because usually I'm like, why you ain't coming back? And then she's like, he grown. You can't do that. You raised him right, right? Well, you got to trust the process. If you did it right, just trust the process. Don't allow yourself to worry because you know you he covered by God. And I said, thank you, because I know that. <laughs> but know we that. forget, though, but and that's the thing. To, we, we do, I do it with some things, but when it comes to my kids, I've always been an overprotector. I've always been. But I have. he's about to be 21. I, I've learned to let go a lot with my daughter, and that's been hard. You know, I need to know you okay. I need to know you good. My baby is in another city without me, but I have to trust that what I've given him is going to go everywhere he go. Hello. That Hello. was a message. That was a message. And yeah, she had that to is. remind me of that earlier when it came to my children. I do it with my job. I do it with what I, you know, who I am. But when it comes to my kids, I was so hawkish. Where you at? What you doing? Why you didn't answer? I need to know you okay. But I have to trust that the values and, and ideologies that I've instilled in them, no matter where they are in this world, they're going to follow in the grace that God has put on them because of the effort and the energy that I have bestowed in them. Hello. Yeah. So we have to learn how to trust 
So I've become their sanctuary, but now I have to let them be their own. I have to trust that they're strong enough to stand in their own ground. Mm -hmm. I don't have to water it every day no more. Right. Go and let them fly. So you have to, you know, but I know I did a good job with it. I know I planted that cement for them good. They in there sturdy. So I have to trust it. So, yeah. That was a message. I hope some of you all got that. <laughs> I think they did because I, I see the comments. They're talking about the self-love and self-love is the key. And, okay. and you know, they're agreeing. And I'm just going to just say one more thing to that. Just, you know, to reiterate, guys, you know, it's extremely important to do the work. It really is. And when you are having your sanctuary, you know, again, I'm going to say it one more time because I want to, you know, say it for the people in the overflow. <laughs> Make sure that you're being true to yourself. Because yeah. if you're being true to yourself, then you're going to you're going to address those things that are not liking that the things you want to improve upon. You know, this is all if I'm not mistaken, Kinky, you made this podcast to help people to kind of dig deep inside themselves so that they can be better people. And that, that was the purpose. Yes. The purpose was to give back and say, hey, I want you I want everyone to be better. I want everyone to to, to experience something and learn and grow. And I know we all grow at different rates. But yes, we have to understand that it takes work. But then the number one thing is being real to oneself and looking in the mirror. So with our sanctuaries, which is our temples, I'm going to say temples, our body sanctuaries. With our sanctuaries, you have to be true to your sanctuary and say to yourself, okay, what's wrong with me? Is it, is it me? Because also when you were, when you create this podcast for everyone, we're not just talking about just everything, what we do with ourselves, but it's also how we relate in relationships too, correct? So in order for you to be a good mate to someone else, you got to know how to live with yourself mm-hmm. and your sanctuary, your inner peace has to be right in order for somebody else to be attracted to that. They can't be attracted to that if you're all over the place. And we, and we try sometimes and that's why you have so many issues, you know, because you all are not at peace with yourself. You're so busy trying to please one another that you don't take the time to satisfy your self and that's just being true with what your spirit really desires and wants i don't care how much you love somebody when you lay down if you lonely you with the wrong person Ooh, that's a whole nother topic but we <laughs> i got some things to say about that but you know <laughs> but yes i agree you you have to it, it really does come from within and you you, you got to like that person within and, and it takes a lot to like the person within, but that foundation has to be built. So this having, I love the word that you chose, the sanctuary, because that is not just safe haven, but you know, also in the sanctuary, if we're going to take it to the church a little bit, no. sanctuary is where we go to get healed. The sanctuary is where we go to get forgiveness. The sanctuary is where we go for all of these things that we were taught. So guess what? If it's inside of you, then you got to be willing to, to, to look at those dark places. I had some people do some bad things to me. And in my mind, I told myself that I forgave them. But even though they're not here anymore, it's times when I think about what they did and I get mad like this happened. That's not fair to me. For one, they're not even here to experience the fact that I'm upset or angry anyway. And if I told myself that I was willing to forgive them, then I have to really let go and forgive them so I could be okay with me. 
But if I hold this anger, the only person is hurting is me. So we have to learn that once anger really only lasts any emotion we have, uh, happiness, anger, sadness, whatever, only really lasts 45 seconds. Okay. Anything after that is you rethinking it over and over again. That's that stinking thinking telling you, you should have did that. You should have cursed them out. You should have rammed into their car. But when you learn to understand that this thinking thinking will try to trick you, then you have to know, okay, this is me doing this to myself. So we make ourselves get that angry over and over again. So you don't make yourself a safe place because you allow the stinking thinking to convince you that everybody's out to get you. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take it a step further. <laughs> and the step further is not to, it's not usually, and I'm not a trained psychiatrist, but you know, just with all the books and things I've read and, and just the study of myself as well. Right. Usually when that happens, it's because you didn't get over it. Because when you truly forgive someone, when you truly have like let it go, you can talk about it with ease and not have any type of emotion whatsoever. However, if you're triggered, then that means you still have some things that you need to work on. And there's nothing wrong with that. And see, look at it. If we're talking about our sanctuary, going back to truth, it's going to point out all those things that right. you need to do. So, so yes, you have to learn how to really let go. Right. You're constantly reliving it and you're not able to truly heal. So if you're and if you're constantly reliving it, then that means it's something about it that you have not dealt with. And there's nothing wrong with that understanding that you have some more work to do. Right. So she said earlier, that's even being able to be honest with yourself. What is it that you're holding on to about that? You know, really think. And if you that's why I like to journal. That's why I like to meditate because you can take yourself some places where we're so busy during the day that we really don't have times. We talk to our spirits, tell us who we are. Are you brave enough to listen? <laughs> She's brave. Yeah. Some of you all keep not, it tell you and you keep doing something else. You know what I'm saying? It tell you what to do. It tell you. When you hear it, it tell you. And you're like, I'm going to do this instead. No. So and, and, and that's, yeah. And, and Quiet down and listen. Yeah, and I agree with that because here's the thing. Spirit always talks to us. You know, most people think that it, it just come on Sundays at your 10 or 2 o'clock service or whatever. No, spirit talks to you constantly. You just don't listen. And it's a still small voice. And and I, I like to refer to spirit as being either father, mother, or ratchet black woman. That's how I refer to it. Ratchet <laughs> black woman Which one is talking out. to me now? No, no, no. Ratchet black woman be saying some things to Anita like, girl, heifer. I mean, that, that's how ratchet black woman talk to Anita. And that's fine. You know, it's bully. And that's fine. However, bottom line of it is, is that, you know, being able to listen to it. And, some, and, and let me just be honest with everyone out there listening to this podcast. It's not always going to be easy. It's right. not always going to feel good. It's going to hurt you. be something you don't really understand. Yeah. But right. it's going to But I'm going to be real. It's going to hurt sometimes. Sometimes spirit going to say some stuff to you. And you're going to be like, what? What? I can't but do that. that. Look, can't look. Do that. I'm not going to do that. Look, look. You want me to forgive? Well, I got to I gotta let that go? Why? <laughs> I didn't hurt them. They hurt me. Exactly. And, and when you realize, when you that recognize that that forgiveness ain't about them, it's about you to free you up to make some space in your sanctuary for something else, for some love, for some yeah. comfort, for yeah. some peace. 
Yes, Miss Callie said therapy is such a good thing and it's not available to enough people. And that's true. But to be honest, it's a lot of programs out here where you can go. I had something bad happen to me a couple of years ago. And when I reported it, I had a free group of people who came to me and helped me. You have different organizations. You have numbers in every city where uh, here, I think it's called, I, I forgot it, but it's a group of black psychiatrists here in Chicago and you call them and they work for free 24 hours a day. You have brain, you have different places where you, even if you don't want to talk to a doctor, I've called those places before and I was able to talk to some people and they helped me understand my feelings. And I think it's a beautiful thing to be able to have. Some of us can't afford doctors. Some right. of us don't want to go to the therapist, but some of us don't want to tell our mother. Some of us don't want to tell nobody, but we need to get it out and we don't know how. So we hold it in and it's eating us alive. And sometimes even if they don't say nothing, you just need to let it out. So it's places out here that you can pick up a phone and call for free. Yes. Four hours a day, seven days a week. Utilize these. If you got something, you get and they listen. And sometimes they may say something that'll change your life. Something you just didn't think of it that way. Something so but what if you did that? You'd be like, wait, I could do that. Instead of what my stinking thinking keep telling me to do, it's another thing I could do. Uh -huh. That stinking thinking take over and re-replay the same scene over and over. I'm one to say, it's a, you can get to the same destination a lot of different routes. Right? Look, as grandma used to say, it's more than one way to skin a cat. Just Right. <laughs> Giving if when you go, you don't see the butterflies and the and I remember when I was little, we used to travel. I used to love to see the horses and the cows, and you know, you see, I'm from a city girl, so I used to like that. But if you go, you just see all dry dry land, and you need to go another route because it's a route out there. While while you on it, you're gonna see signs of beauty or signs of peace on your way, so you know, oh, I'm in the right place. But if you make a decision and everything you do knocks you down, then maybe you need to sit back and say, wait a minute. I still need to go, but maybe I should go this way. But some of you all keep going through hell because you're too afraid to understand that you deserve peace. Yeah. And uh, in the, I was going to say real quick in the comments, you know, um, they're talking about how some people don't think therapy's for them. And I love what uh, Fano 66, you know, mentioned, especially our men, our, our African-American men. Yes. They, they've been conditioned to believe that that something's wrong with them well not just men let me let me be real our culture in america with african-american you know I'm, I'm of an older age and we weren't taught to have therapy i am so happy with this new generation because this new generation they like look at here that that trauma y'all went through we not doing we unpacking it we, now we, we not we not going through that trauma we not gonna do that and and, they, and these young really, folks that this under 25 they like uh-uh we, 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 we gonna go to counseling and i love it and i wish a lot of us would you know some well i mean i personally did it but i'm just saying I, if more of us need to take on what these you know as they say out of the mouths of babes we need to listen to what these young people are saying and say you know what we don't have to deal with that trauma we don't have to you know go through the quote-unquote hell we don't have to continue to live with the ptsd i mean this country unfortunately 
has made it very hard if you are a person of color. And I can only imagine what the men are going through. I mean, I know as a woman, what we deal with, but as the men, it's even worse because you're expected to quote unquote, not even have an emotion. And, and, and it, it takes away your femininity. And when I say femininity, I'm not talking about being in the LGBTQ community. I'm talking about your ability to have a feminine side, to understand to that nurturing side that God gave you instantly, because you, you need to have a nurturing side to be able to love, love the other sex. Right. And if you can't have a nurturing side to love the other sex, right. Then, then all that masculinity means nothing. So it goes back. It is like this full circle. It goes right back to what we're talking about, having that inner sanctuary corrected and understand what the healing is needed for that so that you can be that loving person to someone else. Beautifully said, you know, and you you hear some really good points. And one of them was when you said. Um, if you're a parent. And you're anywhere we're we're in our 40s late 40s i know i am yeah mm -hmm. i'm gonna say 40 and 60. i don't know who's watching she said this younger generation they're working on their self so if your child or if your nephew or niece or your sister somebody said this baby telling me they want me to go to therapy this baby telling me they want me to do this go yeah. go don't say, oh, you don't need therapy, you need your ass whipped. Oh, that's for crazy people. I ain't crazy. I ain't never been to no therapist. I ain't got to go none. Support your child. Support your sister. Support your brother. Because maybe you might learn something about yourself you've been too afraid to realize. Maybe you might have a different way. I'll say this. I know somebody in my life, I said something to them, and they went to therapy. And they brought up something that I said. And they told their therapist and they said, well, I'm trying to unblock this and I want to say it. And when they said it, I said it right back the way I meant it. It was the same exact words. But when I said it the way I meant it, it gave a whole new definition. See, I'm your cheerleader. And what you hear always, you take it away that I'm not giving. But I've cheered from you from the day I've seen you. So you have to know anything that came on my mouth. This is how it came out. Now, if you heard it like that. You've carried that pain with you for a long time. And that's not what I said. Because soon as I said it, they felt it and knew that's what they said. See, they didn't understand the words. They just know together they didn't get it. And they took the negative. But why would I come to you negative? Why would I attack you in your vulnerable moment? You didn't get that to me. I've been cheerleading for you since you met me. So when I speak to you, I'm speaking to you as somebody who love you. Now, I know it's a lot of shysty people out here. It's a lot of people who should not be in your front row. But you have to learn how to trust yourself to know when you speak, people hear you and they and they feel you. But sometimes they don't. And you like, but when you said the right back to them, they're like, oh, but if your child asks you to go to therapy, if your sister asks, just go, just go. What's wrong with just hearing you ain't this ain't your session It's just to hear they got a safe space to say how they took life, how they interpreted, what they got from it. And sometimes we need to hear that. Therapy is a beautiful place because it's not about judgment. It's about getting it out. Yeah. It's about releasing it. It's about being free of judgment and just being heard for once. And you need that. I journal. I, you know, we meditate. But th therapy is a good thing, but it's other ways. Some people get lost in sports. Some people can do it when they swim, you know. Um, you can, it's a lot of different ways, yoga, you know, but 
the God, just exercising in general. Some yeah, I was about to say exercising. I love, some I, some people exercise in general. Some people it, it's it's so many ways. You know, like sometimes I get lost just doing dishes. <laughs> like so, I mean, it's like you know, it just yes, so many ways. And that, but yeah, so you know, not to say that we don't go through things, or sometimes we could say it from our heart, but people because of other people or other situations, they're hear it the way other people treat them. So you have to give every, I tell, just like I said with school, when everybody come to me, they got an A. I don't blame you instantly. And we talked about this in episode six, I think, when I said, I give everybody an A and it's up to you to keep that A. I can't come to you and say, okay, I don't trust you because you, you, that's not fair. Until you give me a reason not to trust you, I don't believe you. But the first time I catch you up, you got, now you got, now you got a B. Now you got a C. Now you got a D, but you did that. I didn't give it to you. I allow you that. Now, when Miss Bully described it, I understood their way. And that's fine, because like I said, you can get to the same destination different ways. So you have to find out your truth and what you need to feel validated in situations. But if you're not good with self, stop accepting bullshit. <laughs> and I whoop. <laughs> On that note, let's go to E. <laughs> Y'all know I start preaching. No, no, like whoop. <laughs> I e is evil, right? Yes. Okay, so Miss and... take over evil for us, and we gonna try. You know, we you know how we do it. Let's go, Miss Bully. Oh, so it was like um evil. I want to say you know a lot of times evil can everyone thinks it means devil or whatever, but I, I I'm going. I'm going to take it a little step further because remember, we just talked about the sanctuary. So to me, when we're talking about evil, let's talk about that evilness within. Yes. Let's talk about the, the ability to not be able to get over when something has triggered you, like a bad relationship or a bad breakup. It's something that can been been done with over 30, 25, 30 years ago, and you still holding on to it. Or it still triggers you and makes you mad when you talk about it. It should never be able to make you mad. It have that hold on you. Yeah. So I, I can share real quick what, what I what I realized. So okay. I was married for 16 years. And I thought I was over the fact that I was married. Right. But then every time it, someone brought it up. I was just like, you know, it 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 made my, my voice get a little deeper and I, I was a little strong in how I said things. And what was so hilarious is that I recognized that I hadn't got over some stuff. Right. So I had to do some soul searching, you know, do, look in the mirror and, and, and deal with some things. Why was I still angry? And when I started doing all the work on me, I can talk about my ex right now with a smile. I don't even have I, I can speak highly of him. I can, you know, I, I can I can say good, I can give y'all the good on him. You get what I mean? Like I can I can do that. I, I can literally say some great things about him. So yeah. my point is is that I can talk about it and not have an emotional issue with it. I can admit what I did wrong. I can admit that I wasn't the best of the wives. I mean, we're wrong. You wasn't the best husband either, but I can admit my actions in that without being emotionally like, 
because <laughs> he once once you start getting emotional about it and everything then you realize well wait a minute i don't got a headache my blood pressure done went up two point you know i don't went from having normal blood pressure to got high blood pressure just from talking about this person oh why, why did that person trigger me so that's so when i'm talking about when we when you say e the evil i'm looking at that evil within all of us right. you should never be so bitter that you cannot move forward so let, let's look at, and I mean, we're going to probably talk, I see in the comments, this is evil, particularly, you know, way, way of thinking. It's not an individual. And, you know, they're talking about the, um, I'm sorry, Miss uh, Callie was saying that's usually because of unhealed pain. This is so true. How many of us know of a single mom that's still mad at the baby daddy? I mean, the kid be like 18, 20 years old and you still mad at the baby daddy. I was, or, 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 I mean, yeah, but you get what I'm saying. You still mad? Mine was a different reason. I wasn't mad. I when I realized that they weren't the man that they said they were, and I was going to end up being a single mother. That's when I went on this mission to tell people that you know they're not going to be there sometimes. But you don't hear what I'm saying. The kid is 20 years old. Right, right, right. But you I'm saying, saying I, I, I let's be real. No more, but I did hold anger for a long time. Right. So, to, so that's what I was about to say. When you get, sometimes you go through these, and I was, I was very mad at first, but then mm -hmm. I had to realize, no matter whether they show up or not, I still have to love this child, and I chose this man. I decided something about me decided to lay down with that person. So mm -hmm. instead of being the type of mother to disrespect him to my child, to call him a not a piece of shit. I told him, I know your daddy love you. I said, you know what? I accidentally had sex with a man I didn't know. I knew him well enough to have sex with him, but I didn't know him well enough to be the father of my child. Right. No, he loves you. And I'm sorry he not showing up, but that man love you. But life is hard sometimes and we make bad decisions. And But I never tell you he don't love you because I know that. But let's go. that go made her respect me. Because when you badmouth your father, even he might be a piece of shit because he wasn't there. He wasn't. But I did know he loved her. But he made some choices in his life he wasn't man enough to stand up to. And because of that, my daughter lacked a father. But that wasn't her issue. That was his. But if I disrespect him to her, she look at me, but you slept with him. But you, you made that my daddy. But again, going back to the word evil. See, I, yeah. I want to I deal with that bitterness. Because we also have, and we see this on social media all the time, people, where we have women that will straight up be angry at the child because of the father. Yeah. You got, you, and, and, and I don't mean to bash women right now. I mean, I know we got some men in the audience. Thank you guys. And by all means, chime in in the comments. But here's what I'm trying to say. You have to deal with that. You got to get fixed on that. It, it, at this point, it's not even about you bad-mouthing him. You got to heal from that. You have to heal and say, you know what? I can't continue to hold on this. I can't continue to take on this, this anger and this bitterness. Because guess what happens, guys? When you are that, when you hold that much evil within, it starts to eat on you physically. Haven't you seen some people with the resting bitch face? Yes, they got a resting bitch face people. And I mean, I, I'm not saying everybody, but if you talk to the majority of people with a resting bitch face, promise you this, they holding on to some evil. Mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, I, I don't have to be a psychic to tell you that if you talk <laughs> to somebody with a resting bitch face nine times out of 10, they hold on because once you let that shit go, it, you, you can't, you can't sit there. 
Right. You can't be like that forever. You can't. That's that's tension. That's right. That's that's hatred. That's anger. You know. That's un, un, unsteadiness. You know. That's just heaviness. You know what I'm saying? That's the weight of the world because you don't know how to let go. Right. And that's my point. And that and that's all I'm saying is that we want to blame other people, but are you blaming yourself for not let? Do you think they give a fuck? Do you think they not living? If so, they miserable anyway. So you're going to be a piece of shit because somebody upsets you. Man, have them and keep your shit going. And what's so funny about that is that you be sitting up there mad at them. And they, and they forget. Be, they be living their best life. They don't, they don't even like. They don't even know that they did that to you. And it's ugly. And you up there holding on to that anger. You're like, what's you up? The street, they be like, what's your name? And you think about them every day. Mm-hmm. You think about them every day. Oh. Giving them that energy. Look, giving them that energy, resting bitch face, getting gray hairs popping up on you, starting to take, you know, uh, high blood pressure medicine. You can't smile. Every And the new guy or girl trying to holler at you. They gonna treat me like this. Because you done, you done manifested just because this one, excuse my language, y'all, I gotta cuss real quick. This one mofo decided that they was gonna, you and know. And she didn't even curse. Huh? She didn't curse. She I know. I, I was about to say it, and I'm trying to stop. But anyway, you about this curse word, mofo. <laughs> Real dirty, didn't you mofo? You know what I mean? You mad up because what one person did to you, you gonna take it out on the whole world, all because of this hey, evil thing. Um, Footman said, giving up your powers to other is not good. Right. And sometimes that's why I say, okay, I'm, we gonna, I'm going to hit this real fast because I know you can go there with me. But we're both dominatrix. Mm -hmm. And when you have that power, you know the best way to stand in your power is to give your sub the power to know that they really control it. But they think the, the sub has a power. That safe word, that's the person with the power. Being able to submit to somebody is a strength, not a weakness. Right. Being let go and trust that this person that you know can do something and give something to you that you've experienced that nobody else been able to give you. But you have to trust it. But people don't think about it. And we said we're going to do some BDSM on kinkyology um, this season. So listen for that. But learning to trust, you have to, like I said earlier, with being a parent, if I know I'm good at this, if I really trust them, I got to trust them all the way. Mm -hmm. You can't only trust them 3% or 80% if you if you you got to trust. Right. So if you're holding on to stuff. If you're afraid to let go, if you're not allowing yourself to really be in the moment, then you're the one losing out, not nobody else. Mm -hmm. And that evil will over, you know, that a lot of people said in the comments, but that evil will overtake you. It, yeah. it sure will. And that's why I'm glad you had this on that fight, you know, on the last episode. Evil. Just on the first season, we will be back, but towards the end. Oh, of yeah. The I probably, when I say last, last episode of the first season, let me say it correctly, people. Yeah. But yes, I want to make sure that I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm stressing that because this is something, you know, a point to think about for all of us to take back with us until the you know, next season starts. That you want to ensure that you are not harboring anything that's going to not just harm you physically, but harm you emotionally and, and, I, and, and, and have you not be able to enjoy just life in general. Yeah. We all have stinking thinking. So mm -hmm. we're not telling you that I get it still. But what I've learned is that I trust me more than it. So when it come up, I yeah, you let me tell you how crazy I am. I know somebody who commits tried to commit suicide three times. 
So they called me one day and they said, I tried to commit suicide. I said, bitch, you don't even do it good. When you get ready to do it, say we tried three times, it don't work. Can we do something else? If you know it don't work, why do you allow your stinking thinking to do some dumb shit that you don't even do right? You don't know how to kill yourself, so stop fucking trying. My friend was like, I would hate to be your friend. I'm like, I'm be honest. That is, I mean, <laughs> you said they don't want to do it. What, now, what would have happened if they would have looked it up and learned how to do it? Now, come on. No, but no, what I'm saying is, I am, a, I have a, 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 a semicolon. A semicolon is a symbol for a suicide survivor. I tried to commit suicide. Now, the reason people use a, su a semicolon is because it continues a sentence when you could have ended it. Right. So I'm continuing my life, even though I tried to end it. And this time I'm doing it different. Correct. So I have to learn that sometimes I have to think different and I have to make different choices. And you have one of the strongest things I've ever done in my life was try to kill myself. And if I can sit here and tell you that I did it and I lived through it, then it ain't shit in this world that I can't fucking get through. Correct. Because if I can attempt my life, then I could beat this motherfucker. I could stand up and stand up in it. And I could be the big, I am 25% popular in over 25 different countries. I ain't never had to sell my pussy. I ain't never had to take no nasty pictures. I ain't had to do nothing. I just had to be myself. But I had to trust that I was worth it. But I've been through some bullshit to get here. I wear my shit. I wear it. I tell you I survived suicide. I tell you I didn't been raped. And guess what? I still stand up as a god. You got to get out that evil. Sometimes good people being bad people's stories, but that don't make me a bad motherfucker. That was that motherfucker's story. I was just a pawn. Pawns right. just there for the story, babe. They just there to fill it up. But you going to let that control your life? Oh, I could say I ain't shit because I've been sick since I was 16. Oh, I can say I'm a hoe because I've been raped twice. I can say this because I was molested. I can say this because my uncle was nasty. I don't have no nasty uncle, but somebody did. I, I, it's not funny. I apologize, y'all. I, I, I apologize. She said uncles because they was nasty. Y'all got to forgive me. I, I just had a thought. But you had a, you and can't I thought about a nasty uncle, so I apologize. Control your life. Mm -hmm. You can't. And so many of you all are holding on. I had, some, I had some bad lovers and I had some amazing lovers. But even the bad ones, I learned something from. Everything we go through is a reason. Have you stepped back and learned what was the reason why you was with this bad motherfucker? What did you learn from it? Because if you didn't, stop getting with motherfuckers. If you're not sitting back and reevaluate, what, what did I learn from this situation? Did I grow? Did I lose myself? Did I get any fulfillment? Was it worth my time? Now, what can I do to make sure next time I don't go through these problems? But now you will lay down and fuck another motherfucker for you even know why you lost the last motherfucker. One day we need to have a show. We just talk about why why folks need to take their time and get to know motherfuckers. Baby, take your time. Because I mean, you know, we 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 are so sexualized that we get to the point where we think that we're supposed to just do it, and you don't know people, and then you look around like, damn. I don't even like them. And you're like, maybe you shouldn't have did it. I'm just Ain't saying. no power in no pussy and ain't no power in no dick. I say this all the time. I don't have to open my legs to make you beg and I don't have to open my mouth to give you head. I fuck you with my mind. Okay. This is my beast. Do you know how strong this is? My I can make you think this is whatever the fuck I want you to think. 
you know? Because if you know how to do it, you know how to do it. But you don't even know how to work your own pussy. Yet you want to call it, oh, I got some good pussy. But what it do? <laughs> well, you know, some people do learn how to do it. Some do, but some don't. But I teach classes if you want to learn. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Make sure you hit up the Facebook. <laughs> so we have this evil and we want to blame it on society. We want to blame it on being a young parent. We want to blame it on our parents. We want, do you blame yourself? Right. Do you take responsibility for some? I've been in some bad shit that I made that dumbass decision. Not my mama, not my daddy, not my siblings. I made that fucked up choice. But why did I do it? Was I honest with myself? Because I didn't need to rob that person. I didn't need to. I had a pocket full of money. So you got to learn. Do you reevaluate? No, yeah, I did. No. <laughs> but yeah, I was bad just because I... But we, I said it again. I got bad when I got sick. I was a really good girl, but then I did dumb shit when I got sick. I was like, I ain't going to die because of no disease. I'm going to die because I'm a gangster. Dumbest shit I ever did in my life. <laughs> but we do dumb shit. So that's what I'm saying. I went through a dumbass. When I got sick, I, didn't, I thought it would be weak to die from a disease or illness. I wanted to die from being tough. But I didn't die. You were, remember, you was young and dumb. So right, you know. and then I didn't die, but I became fucking tough because I had to be able to get through this life that was about to beat my ass. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we don't know why we go through things. Correct. But I say all the time is whatever you go through, whether it's the good or bad, sit back and see what did I learn from that? Because everything we go through got a message in it. And that message is preparing you for who you're going to be when you get to your true self. But you learning yourself on the way. Are you stopping and saying, but what did I learn from that? And that's why journals are powerful. That's why meditation is powerful. Learn how to journal your life. It's, go relive your, your situation so you can see, what did I really learn from it? Correct. And if I'm putting myself through the same situation, why am I not learning from this? Well, I'm going to piggyback real quick and just say, it's not so much you're putting yourself through the situation, mm. but it's one of those things where when we don't learn the first time, it's got to come back again. Right. Okay. That, that, that's that's the law. But that that is the universal law. When you don't <laughs> learn the first time, it's gonna keep coming back around and around. Ha haven't you ever noticed that if you date somebody and you didn't end it like you should have or learn a lesson from it, you meet that same mofo and a different person, but it's the same situation. You're like, how the fuck I meet that same person? Why am I the same type of man? Yeah, no, but you get my point. How did I meet that same woman or that same? How did I meet that? And it's like because you didn't learn the first time. So then when you learn the first, when, when, when you can take time to process and say, hmm, in that relationship, like for instance, for me, and I, I'm, I can only speak on me. I know for a fact that I'll never marry a man or a woman that was like my ex-husband. The reason I know this, because I took the time and process. So anytime I meet somebody that I see those, those qualities that, that I know I did not like, we can be friends. We can be homies, but we can't be together because okay. I know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I know I can't do that again. We're at the age right now where who we are is who the fuck we are. Now we can adapt to certain situations, but who we are really. So what she's saying is if I meet you now and I'm in my forties and I see you act like this and I know that that's a trait that I don't do well, I can't convince myself that I can change you. Oh. So yes. I have to accept that this is who you are. And we just not going to make it. 
Before Stop trying to convince yourself that you could love through some pain. Oh, this would be a different pain. He do it different. Can no, I do You know. Public service announcement. People, you can't change nobody. They got to change themselves. Nobody. Now, I'll say this. I will say this. You don't change, but sometimes within relationships, we can adapt. So what I'll say is sometimes when you're with somebody for a while, you may pick up certain traits and things and habits that they do once you cohabit with them or you get used to them. But that's not them trying to change you. That's you're making your own conscious decision that you like this new thing that they taught you and you want to be a part of that. That's different from you trying to become something to please somebody else. So we do adapt sometimes in relationships and that's much stronger than change. Because you allowed yourself to see, even if it's little habits like washing the dishes before dinner. Some people didn't do that growing up. But some people like, oh, you ain't leaving my kitchen dirty. But if you love somebody, you might start getting up and washing the dishes every night because you know they don't like a dirty kitchen. So you adapt to something. They didn't, because you saw that this is something they liked. And you said, like, well, I never did it. But if it makes me happy, I do it. Instead well, of, I don't have to wash no dishes. I, you know, but that's what we'll do. I'm going to say, instead of saying change, because that's a strong word, you know, because I, I want to make sure I, I'm clear. When we yeah, talk you, about somebody change, you know how you say, oh, I can change him or I can change her. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you can you can adjust yourself. Right. And I love what Bryson said. You know, you're evolving. You yeah. can change yourself, but you can't. And that's when I, when I said PSA people, you can't change. You cannot change anybody. No, you cannot. You can influence, but yeah, you cannot that's right. that's change where adapting comes anybody. From. And even if they adapt to it, that's still not that, that. That's just them being around you at that point in time. Sometimes they have to want to change themselves. Sometimes they go right back to who they were when they break up with you. And some people carry it into their new relationships. So, but that's something, you know, if you're friends with them, you might see. But a lot of times that's when that's the representative. That's when they send their representative and not their true self. They're pretending to be what it is you want them to be to make you happy, but that's not who they really don't give a fuck on the inside. And eventually in certain things, you will see that representative show up and you will believe them when they tell you they didn't mean it, but they really did. They just pretending to be what you want because you told them, oh, I need a man to do this. I need a man to do that. No, I just want you to be you and let me see if I like this motherfucker. I ain't gonna show you how to love me. I'm gonna see how you love. And if I like it, if I don't, I'm gonna tell you too. Look, look, that's why you need to take the time to get to know people. But that's that's just me. That's why you take time. People don't want to take time nowadays because we in this microwave society I, where we gotta push it and we gotta make a whole turkey in three minutes instead of like letting it cook for 35, 40 minutes. A friend of mine told me the other day is something that we need to do that we don't take the time, especially before we get in relationships. And see, see them in every mood. Yeah, you do. I need to know what how you act when you get jealous, or how when you get mad, or when you get angry, or when you get happy, or when you get depressed. Because sometimes the man I love, when he become depressed, he turns into a man I don't know. So I need to see you before I see I'm your woman, because I might not like you no more when I see you depressed, because I don't know who you are. Some of us don't know how to handle depression. Some of us don't know how to handle drastic change. Some of us don't know, but we'll jump into these marriages and these relationships and we have no idea who we are laying next to or how they will react in a moment of fear, anger, hurt, confusion. Yeah. You need to exactly. see, Trace, even if it's not with you, you need to see how they react. Do they get real mad? 
if you know something small happened because that could build up towards you so you gotta not dismiss little traits that come too fast or too often too quick unnecessarily they didn't take that they do too much y'all love them and say oh but it ain't that bad no but it builds the fuck up and it is bad it gets worse that's little oops i'm crazy but you don't want to see it but then when yeah. it really come out you be like damn i knew that nigga was crazy i knew that bitch was crazy but she right did. but you, I'm but not you just knew it was crazy but like you didn't acknowledge the crazy it's some crazy chicks out here you yeah. know they do some crazy shit. i know i used to have a friend who used to put candy bars in people tr- gas tanks i'm like look i got a cop somebody put that in my car i'm gonna have to shoot they they house up so i can't do that to nobody she said go to jail if they do it to me so oh. i never broke nobody window i never put a nigga in nobody tank because i always had a cop if they do it to me i'm going out i'm hey i was crazy i was crazy when i was younger so i didn't want to do that so i never did it to nobody but my friend but i want to go put a snicker in his truck girl what you oh you people with no cars are just disrespectful <laughs> you know no, I, I, people that scratch up the people car and bust out their windows now who gonna pick you up bitch? okay not trying to be funny but i mean <laughs> i i can't relate to jasmine so so then when she said she bust the windows out of his car i'm just <laughs> I, 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 look, we gonna li- we we gonna live in truth, and the truth That's of the cool. matter is, I understood that song. I understood when she said she took the crowbar and all that stuff. I understood when Carrie Washington—I mean, not Carrie Washington, but Carrie Underwood—said she did the same thing to his uh his truck as well. So I I you know, Kinky's better than me. Miss Bull- Miss Bully, my I had somebody do something really dirty to me, and I bust. I went to them with a bat and a gun. I don't go to the car. No, you're going to hurt. Not your car. I don't bust windows. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, you know, I'm, not I'm just saying. Ass whipping. And if you call the police, I'm going to make them whip your ass because you're a dirty MFA and you're so, like, fire. So, and so, like, I told you. I told you. <laughs> so I will say this, though, guy. I will say this, audience, to, 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 the, to the self audience. I have learned, okay, I've learned, and I, I've gotten healing, so yeah. I don't allow anyone to make me that mad anymore. Not no more. You can Not never more. make me that mad, because guess what? I, I deal in a lot of spirituality at this point in my life, so you can't, I, I don't allow anyone to make me that they don't mad. Have I'm going to automatically sense something in you to know if I want to be around you. And for those that try to hurt me like that, I'm going. What I do is step back and just say, "Okay, we're you know block." And that takes with you knowing who you are. Yeah. Well, 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 my block game is on is on point. Block. We gonna block you from everything, and you don't ever have to see me again. Because see, Miss Bully is not just you know because I'm a Taurus. I can't can transform into something else. And, and we, we all don't know Tauruses are bulls because they sweat on their nose, so they are mean. But I, I have my sisters, brothers, my mother, and my daddy at Tauruses, so I don't. But, but, you, but you know that look, Tauruses don't bother people. We don't bother yeah. nobody. But, they were, but they when were, you make us mad, I'm telling you, everybody can get some. Everybody. So that's so what I'm saying. We but gotta yeah. go. So that yeah, was the next word. We went through a lot of evil, so we just want you. Evil comes, like she said, in different ways, and sometimes it's you bringing it more than anybody else in your life. But you have to be honest with yourself to break it down. And don't try to attack it all at once. Just break it down in stages. What's this? What does this really mean? Why? Why do you get upset? Like she said, every time this happens, what haven't I faced in this? 
instead of trying to do it all at once, break each situation down so you can heal from that and then move to the next one. You know, so or if, even if you have to write it out and then burn it and let it go, free your mind. Just learn how to let it go. That's a very therapeutic thing as well. And the burning it helps too. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm burning sage right now if y'all see the smoke. I, I, <laughs> trust me, I'm burning sage right now. I do that. Just so to I keep myself clean. Is L. I emailed you a suggestion. Thank you, uh, Bryson. And hey, what's cram, Aaron? Um, the third letter is lazy. Yeah, lazy. So you know what? Everything that we just discussed these last two two letters, let's just be honest. We we talked about work. We talked about what you have to do. So lazy, I'm going to be really honest. Lazy is self-explanatory. That just means you're not going to do the work. You're lazy. You want someone else to do it for you. You want someone else to cater to you. You want someone else to understand you. You want someone else to read your mind. Who are you that everybody else is supposed to be a psychic and know what the heck you're thinking? Except for you. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, who are you that we're supposed to know exactly what you're thinking? But they don't even know what they're thinking half the time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You don't even know your own truth, but you want somebody else to know you better than you know yourself. Right. That part. To the point where you are, where, where you want to go. I don't know where I want to eat. Yes, you do. Learn how to say where you really want to go. Even if, if you want to breathe. If you want some steak, food. say you want some damn steak. I mean. Right. That's what you, it ain't gonna make people like you less and make them respect that you know what you want. And even if you all don't go, they heard you. So next time they say, remember, he like where they like steak. So we're gonna get that next time. But four of us want this. But if you always settle and sit in the back and never speak your truth, who gonna really know you if you don't even allow yourself to be honest in what you want? <laughs> okay. You can't always do what the crowd wanna do. You have to be brave enough to be honest with yourself. And a lot of us don't do that. And like she said, we we put so much into everybody else, but we don't give our we're lazy to what we fight for for us to be honest in what we really want. Some of us women and men get in bed every night laying next to somebody and we're lonely and we do it for our kids. We do it for our pension. We do it because we don't want to start over. But you missing out on a life that when you learn how to run this motherfucker by yourself. Oh, it's a good thing. But if you feel you need to hang on us, no, you're not. Staying with your wife till your baby get 19 don't make you a good parent. Make you a fucking fool because they living in misery. They don't know what love is. They see anger. They see hurt. They see pain. Don't they deserve to see their mom and their daddy really live in happiness? Why you want them to live in hell? But you lazy. You don't want to fix it. You just want to, well, I'm going to do it for the kids. You got to do it for self. Put the energy in you. You anything else said about lazy? Oh, no, no. Lazy is, is like I said, it's self-explanatory. We actually can move on to the, to the fun word that I like. But uh, before we move on to the fun word, Aaron wants to let you know that Cram refers to Tauruses and Aries. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm an Aries and you are a Taurus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look at you knowing that I'm an Aries, Aaron. <laughs> Facts. Okay. Um, so the last word is ferocious and that's a, a lot like ferocious. Like that's, that's, that's deep. That's rough. You know, that's hard. No, no, no. I said, no, I didn't I just say ferocious is a good word. I said, that's no, that's what I'm saying. When I said some people are thinking oh. that's rough, that's hard, 
we're, she's about to give it to you in a way where you understand where you need to be ferocious when it comes to you. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, well, I was just going to say ferocious in everything that you do. Like, I know we've had fear on, on, a, on, a, on the fear list on something, but ferocious is I'm just going to just be everything like i'm just gonna come out here and just say and do and not give a flying freaking frack okay (laughs) you know like that 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 free spirit of guess what i'm i'm gonna uh, that's where i'm unapologetic myself me right i'm unapologetic and if you don't like me i don't give a flying right but here's the you're ferocious in it because you're true to yourself you're true and you're not gonna allow somebody else to come in and and do and say some things like well you're too hard or or you're not soft enough or but no i'm ferocious and i'm I'm okay with that you should okay with this or you should do it this way that's not what i want to do right and I, had to, I had to attack my life the way I wanted to. And the whole time, again, not knowing that it was leading me to be who I am today. And mm-hmm. luckily, because I was sick, my mother allowed the stupidity. But I attacked life. I was like, I'm going to do everything. And I did it. I did a little bit here, a little bit there. But the whole time, I was gathering information. And I learned, even from the bad, I learned the lesson to help me be this beast I am today. I didn't, I didn't get my life out of book. I don't teach y'all from a book. I teach y'all from living. I've lived this shit. I'm a, I've been a king since I was 21 years old. I've been studying this, practicing this, living in it, understanding it, teaching it, and loving it for over 25 years. And I love that I'm a kinky motherfucker because I don't get nasty for nobody but me. See, some of y'all get nasty for another motherfucker. I lick ass because I like ass. I suck dick because I suck dick. I do what I want to do because I can't no nigga convince me to eat pussy. I like pussy. Y'all doing shit for other people. Live your life for you. Oh, you want me to be a doctor? Well, guess what? I want to be a plumber. Sometimes you got to tell them, why go to school for a doctor when you're going to fail out because you really want to plumb? Plumb. <laughs> you want to lay pipe. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, but I got to be okay with whoever it is you want to be. Even yeah. if it hurts some feelings. Because when mm-hmm. the end, when they see you shining in your truth, they're going to admire you and respect you for doing that. And that's mm-hmm. where you want to be. You got to live your life for you. I can't live. I love my mother. I love my father. I love my siblings. But I can't be who they want me to be. I got to be who I am. And some of you all don't take the time to even try to find out who that is. You stay. And there's nothing wrong with having a job. There's nothing wrong with whatever. But are you still investing time in self? Well, I'm going to piggyback and say this. It's and, and even some of the things that she said, some people may have an issue with that. But here's the deal. I I don't like every, you know, some of the things she listed off. I don't do all that. And right. that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I, look, I'm not hating. I'm not hating. I'm, I'm not celebrating. Look, look, look. High five. However, you know, it's some stuff that I do that Miss Kinky don't do. So. Right. We all you got our own but I'm comfortable and ferocious in myself that I can walk around and do this and, and, and it's okay. It's it okay. Less I, I was going to say, and I can respect you enough to say, girl, do you, and it ain't no judgment because I, who am I to judge, number one? But number two, I'm going to respect you and support you and what you do, but uh, but also understand that 
it's things that I do that you may do the same. You may not agree with it, but you right. gonna support me and and because you respect who I am. And that's even what you have to understand with me. I am, I've lived the majority of my life with women. You know what I'm saying? But I came out, we both, you know, realized that realization when that wasn't acceptable, especially for beautiful women. You saw the more the heart, the rough bull dagger, you know, lesbodite type oh, stuff. I you know, <laughs> real feminine, pretty women, you know. She so, likes to do a second <laughs> you're making me laugh you're just no but you have to realize that sometimes people don't understand that love is love no matter how it comes mm -hmm. and we i'm not telling people to go out and love the same sex i'm just saying if you know somebody or you're related to somebody and they are just be happy like they got to get some love because it don't matter how it comes just as long as you get it and some right. people will hate you because you I get more love because I love everybody. So I get to experience everything. You understand? I ain't going to let life pass me, but I'm going to ride this motherfucker. Uh -huh. But I ain't scared. It don't change who I am because I'm okay with me. I love me. I didn't fuck them because they asked me to. I wanted to see what that did. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like to have somebody with dirt titties bigger than mine in the dick. What that feel like? Bruh. I know, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I'm talking about a real dickin. Do you hear what I said, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but being able to be honest with yourself and do it in a way that when you get up in the morning and look in the mirror, you okay with you. So my ferocious are the way of doing this. How do you attack life for you? Not for nobody else. You can't be everything for your kids. You can't be everything for your husband. You got to be everything for you. Do you have that fight in you? Are you brave enough to knock down the walls and the barriers that's not allowing you to climb, not allowing you to believe? Because I tell you, I've been sick since I was 16. And it took a long time for me to love the chick in America. Because when I looked in there, all I saw was pain. All I saw was what I've been through since I was 16. But I had to learn how to look deeper than the outside. Because on the inside, I'm a motherfucking beast. Understand that. But I had to stand in my truth and know that even though I am sick, that didn't stop me. It empowered me. It made me fight harder than I probably ever would if I was just regular old kinky. But no, I'm sick kinky and sick kinky going to live because I ain't going to die. I ain't doing nothing. I'm about to do everything. And I did it. So don't wait until somebody tell you you're not going to wake up tomorrow to choose to live. You need to live today because tomorrow ain't motherfucking promise to nobody. And some of y'all wait. And say, I ain't going to do it till I get married. I ain't going to do it till I get a kid. Live now. Be ferocious with your own attack on your life to live your... I, are you a beast for you? Do you show up for you? Man. That's well, I want to... Real quick, I want to say this too. Because, see, a lot of times what we don't... I, I like to deal in, <laughs> with reality and even the consequences of it. Mm -hmm. and to me, also part of being ferocious is understanding that everybody's not going to agree with your journey. Everybody's not going to agree with how you do things. Um, we're going to use I'm going to use this example with Lizzo real quick. Mm -hmm. When Lizzo decided to wear the dress with the booty cheeks out, you know, she got a lot of black back, you know, a, a lot of flack for that. And like I like to say to people. Be prepared for the flack. And part of being ferocious 
is being able to accept that the world is not going to like some of the things you may do. You got to be able to take that flag. Don't don't shy away from it. Don't don't say, oh, I'm going to be this. And then all of a sudden, 10 seconds later, you crying. They're talking about me. No, 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 no. Be prepared for that. Be prepared and say, you know what? I did it. It's me. It, this is me. This is how I am. I, I did it. And, and I'm going to take the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You got to be prepared to stand that everybody's not going to appreciate that you're open with your sexuality. Everybody's not going to appreciate some of the, you know, your acceptings of the, the, the letter community. Everybody's not going to appreciate, you know, just even the things that you do. Yes. So being ferocious is being able to stand when you got a crowd full of people that's, that, that want to hate you that want to burn you at the stake, that want to tell you you going to hell, you know, and well, if they I, I tell wanna, you going to hell, just tell them this, say you won't be there by yourself, but wanna, anyway, you, know, <laughs> you won't be that long, but you know, just but be ferocious and be understanding. And, and, and it's, and here's, here's what I want to make sure I, I stress as well. It's okay. If everybody doesn't agree with you, because the whole, this, this thing is called self. You got to be okay with self. You got to be ferocious enough to say, I don't give a damn what nobody thinks of me. I'm going to be me. And I promise you, no matter what the fuck they say to you or say about you, when you true to yourself, it falls off you like water. And I love that because I'm going to say this and I've said it before, but this is my truth. You know, I, I didn't get on the internet until I was like 35 years old. That's when I started doing YouTube. Um, and I was on that. I hear echo. Do you hear it? No, it's, it's like, no, it's like, I don't hear it. Keep talking. Okay. Can you all hear me? Okay. Okay. So, you know, my mom, I had to be a little ratchet at first to get people to hear me and understand what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? And my mother wasn't really happy with what I was doing. Like, you should be ashamed of yourself. You're somebody's mother. You shouldn't be on here talking like that. But I knew I had a message to get out. I knew people wanted to hear what I had to say. I, you know, my spirit told me when I was reading conversations with God, you're supposed to teach people the beauty of sex and get you. I got on YouTube and I had a video go viral. And from that, my mother started really listening to what I was saying. It was like, you have a way of talking to people in a way that other people can't talk to them to make you could say dick in front of Christians and they'd be like, yes, you know what I'm saying? So now something at first she didn't want me to do when we're outside, my mother introduces me as the kinky kid. And when I tell you it's no woman in this world, I know stronger, more amazing than my mother. Nobody I looked up to more than my mother. Nobody I wanted to be more than my mother. But when I realized I had to be myself, that was a powerful moment for me. I love you, mama, but I got to do this. My spirit ached in me. I had to do it. So even though I respect you, even though I love you, my, I have to do this for me. I've got to do it. And now she respects it and she understands it. And it makes it so better because I'm so happy I stood. Even though I, she got, she's amazing. Why wouldn't I trust what she say? Because my spirit told me you got to do it your way. I can't do it the way she want me to. I got to do it what I got to do. So yeah, I got to say dick and pussy. But I don't want cunt. 
I don't want coochie. I want pussy. I want dick. I don't want penis. It's not the penis and vagina crowd. I know. I'm a dick and pussy bitch. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're not the penis and vagina crowd. <laughs> I know y'all just got out of church. But today in this class, I will be saying dick and pussy. Because I don't suck cock. I suck dick, bitches. And they be like, yay! But like I said, you know, we're not the penis and vagina crowd. No, no, no. Thank you. Mama Kink is an amazing woman. But yes, I love that we went through that. I made the respect for it. And her just seeing when we out and some people recognize me. When I tell you my mama passed out my cards now, more than me. And it's just on the inside, it feels so good. I, 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 I fought for this. You understand that? Because you want to be everything your parents want you to be. I want to make you happy. But I got to be happy my way, Ma. And I did it, and she respects it, and it's been amazing. And I'm not exactly where I want to be, but y'all, I've been a lot of places. I'm in 25 countries, but I got only 20. Well, I'm in a lot of countries, but 25% popular in 25. I'm growing this motherfucker. Understand that. I rank number 17 in Saudi, like number 39 in another country and somewhere else. Now, I'm coming to America. Y'all hear me? But we own this, Okay. So I appreciate you all for coming through. But you have to attack your life. You can't sit back and let life pass you by. You got to put your feet in the ground and then go. And it's going and I say in the ground and go cuz it ain't easy just walking on this motherfucker. It's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. You got to you got to wade through the wade in the water. You got to wade. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be some roadblocks. It's going to be some sharks. It's going to be some things that's going to get mosquitoes, whatever. But you got to keep fighting because it's your, your life. Everybody got their own journey. Are you brave enough to get on it? Are you ferocious enough? Are, are you your own sanctuary? Do you understand where the evil comes from in your life? Are you lazy with how you approach who you are for self? And are you, uh, what's the F, uh, ferocious? Yes. Ferocious. Are you ferocious enough to stand in your truth of who you truly are? Even are if it might hurt somebody, how yeah. you gonna feel? And let me tell you, because I'm living proof, baby, it feel motherfucking good. Because they respect me in it now. I stand, I'm like, I stand up in it. You know, it's Clarence Carter. Now, uh, what's his name? Johnny, Johnny, I'm the, the blues. Stand up in it. Oh, I thought you were talking about my <laughs> I was raised in a bot. It's a bot called, a song called Stand Up In It. You know what I'm saying? He's talking about the pussy, but I'm talking about life. You got to stand up in that shit. You know how you hitting it from the back and you get that ass up in there and you just stand up in that motherfucker? I want you to fuck life like that big booty bitch who was on your dick. You hear me? Fuck this life. Fuck it good. You deserve it. We about to get out of here. <laughs> I guess we did have a little bit of an echo. They did tell it. So I did mute me. Um, hopefully they heard all uh, got the, the rest of that. Uh, when I muted myself, guys, did you guys hear more of yeah, what she that said? Echo? Okay. Well, they didn't respond yet. But anywho. It's, it's a five second delay. It's oh, like okay. It well, anywho, yes, this was great, great, great. Looking forward to seeing what we come up with for next season right so you are doing self with i mean this is the end of self but you will be back and we will be actually discussing um we're gonna still discuss some 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 basic bdsm on kinkyology and i also yeah. want to bring up some um um some other things too and, and definitely i've made some suggestions on 
um, getting some people uh, in and on the on the poly situation as well too because we want we want our we want our people to be educated girl we gotta need you to be educated baby i am educating you all in kink and with self i'm educating you and you and it's okay you gotta learn who you are baby not for me for you all you didn't make me happy but you gotta learn how to love who you are when you look in the mirror and if you don't, it's, and it might not happen instantly, but every time you, you, and that's why I say everything you do, do at a hundred and some of it, you're going to not do well, but at least, you know, you gave it your all. And instead of harboring over it and having these woulda, coulda, shouldas, you just move on to the next thing. But if you half-ass everything you do, you never going to know truly who you are. So you got to stand in your truth and everything. And some shit going to be a waste of time. What did I get from that waste of time? Cause it's a message in everything that i didn't like picking up shit. i didn't like changing tires every day so i worked my ass off so i could turn fries at mcdonald's well i don't like hot motherfucking grease so i'm gonna come to work and do everything so i can go to school and not get me a job doing this but sometimes we gotta go through the bad to get to who we trying to be and as in the words of ayala van zandt there is a message in the valley so yeah. when you're at your lowest points always remember there is a message in the valley it and is. make sure you're getting that message for you aaron thank you so much for the message everybody uh thank you all so much for tuning in i appreciate you all if you all want to listen to this later you can find me on spotify apple podcast please just google the podcast make sure you all support it and thank you so much i love you all this first season has been amazing not only have i touched and hopefully helped some of you all but i'm constantly growing as a person and yesterday me and miss bully was on the phone and what did you ask me what am i giving back i'm giving this right here i give this to you all every day now i don't i don't make a cent from this right now but i show up and show out for y'all because i want you to be better i want you to know it's a god in you are you brave enough to find it i do this for self but it's for you to help you understand it's power and self I do this for me, but you all get something. I do this for you, for me. And I do it for nothing right now. But I give you my all, like I'm making $2,000 an episode. Understand that. I don't okay. ask y'all with nothing I do. So everything I'm giving y'all is my truth and 100% of who I am. Live your life like that in everything you do, even if you don't make a fucking penny. Because the blessings you get from it, the lessons you learn from it, that's richer than any other thing you go through. Like and I said, claim it. Claim, claim it. Claim it. Don't don't say you're not making it. No, you claim no, it. No, no, no. I'm I'm yeah. making it. I'm I'm I said if they if you don't make, I'm good. My blessings yeah. are coming in stages. Oh, I'm no, I mean it. claim claim it. Meaning oh, I, claim I claimed it. God, yeah. I'm God ain't done with me. I'm growing. Good. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm I've been wanting it, but you got to go through some shit to get to where you can really doing it. Like I want to do a TED talk. And I've just recently lost 65, 65, 65 pounds. God is preparing me to be able to stand on the stage because I'm talking to thousands. I'm doing TED Talks. I'm being, I'm doing, you know, I'm going to do seminars. I'm going to be in front of 10,000, thousands of people. So God is preparing me for what's coming. Oh, I'm, I'm walking in it. Awesome. I'm walking in faith right now. It's, when it comes to the kinky kid, oh, God got big plans for me. And it might not be at the speed I want it, but I see the growth and how I'm getting it. And I love it. I love it. Are you strong enough to fall in love with you? Because I love this bitch right here. Look she, we've been through some shit. 
but I love who I'm becoming and I ain't done yet. And y'all think I'm bad now? Wait till I get there. <laughs> there yet, but I'm on my way. Hey, we, it's a song by George something. It's called March. Oh, I love that song. Anyway, y'all. Ted it's Tom, been awesome. Ted. Thank you guys so much. Aaron, love you Ted too. Miss Callie girl, thank you. Uh, L R J R Jones, thank you. Yes, welcome. Awesome. Thank you. Um, and anybody that we forgot to mention, I want to just thank everyone that did not get into the uh, comments. We know we, we thank you for being online with us today and we hope you got something out of this. Cause we enjoyed it and we really came from our hearts. We talked about it and we just knew that this is how we wanted to close this episode. Just really the fears and stuff that a lot of us don't want to face. Just being really true to yourself. So thank you all for riding with me this first season of Kinky uh, Self. If you like it and this is your first time, again, you can find past episodes on Spotify and Amazon. Um, and I just thank you all for this. But Kinkyology is still here every Wednesday at 7.30. So that's when I talk about sex, if this is your first time here. And Miss Bully will be here on that soon. So thank you all. Let's go. Keep it. Bye. Keep it. I don't I, I thought I did it, but it didn't take. <laughs> uh, you're still alive. You're still yeah, alive. I'm still alive. Here we go. Here you're we go. You're still alive. Good night. <laughs>